All right, we have a friend of a friend here, Renee, here to talk about the recent um, tragedies that's been going on in the world, especially in the black community. You know, what 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 are your thoughts about the treatment we're getting and it's like we're being targeted? I don't think it's recent. Everybody wants to say recent events and this has been going on. I think the biggest difference is it's visuals. We have cameras. visuals. We have cameras everywhere now. So we know what's going on. We can see it happening. We're live streaming it. And it's giving to me, it's giving the average American that doesn't know the fear that we live with on a daily an insight into that. If they're willing to accept it. Okay. How do you feel when we're out here protesting? We, um, the hashtags, the everything, you know, we, we standing for standing up for what we should stand up for. And then you have people saying you have some black people saying that, well, what, what about the crime we do against ourselves? How, how, how do you feel when they bring that up? The black on black crime. That, makes me so mad. I don't I don't even think there's words to describe how much that upsets me. Uh statistics show, you know, 85% of people of any race are killed by somebody of the same race. Yeah, that's why I I was just about to say it's non-existent. Exactly. It's, it's not it's a real. It's false narrative that yeah. they use to to distract us. You know, you know when um you know when that black on black crime started? It all started 3 years ago right after the formation of all um um Black Lives Matter. You know, when we started protesting against what we was, you know, it, it became a public it became a thing then, you know, yeah. they'd always kind of tossed it out now and again, but it didn't become a huge like a media narrative until mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter. Yeah. yeah. And they, they tried to counter it with that, you know, just like they're trying to counter it with the all lives matter. And, and blue lives matter as well. Yeah. You know, my, my mother's a cop. And the day before the Dallas incident, I told her. I say I'm a descendant of Malcolm X more than I'm a descendant of Martin Luther. So for those who don't know their history, um, Malcolm X said, stay peaceful. But if a man put his hands on you, you send him to the grave. So I told my mother these exact words. I said, for every one of us they kill, it's not going to stop until we start taking two of them. And next day the Dallas incident happened. And now Everybody's in mourning, CNN, Fox News, but it seems like they're more in mourning for the cops, the killing of the black, um, what's his name? Alton. Alton and, Sterling. Uh, Sterling Alton. You know, yeah. I, you know, I'm bad with names. So, <laughs> and then. My thing is, you know, of course we're going to mourn. It's a loss of life. Any yeah. unnecessary loss of life is sad. It, 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 it shouldn't happen. However, my biggest thing is that people don't let the loss of those lives in Dallas with those police officers make them forget why we're protesting in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. See, and then uh, the guy, the guy that committed a uh, heinous crime in Dallas. Um, Mr. Micah. Micah. What was his last name? Johnson. 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 Yeah. Okay. He has no criminal background at all. They're doing what they can to find something to attach him to any type of group. He's not attached to any type of group. You right? know, the, the funniest thing to me about, again, the media narrative with Micah is that, you know, Micah was an army reservist. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'd done all these things over the course of his life. And yet, you know, even though it was very short, 25 years. And yet the picture that I'm seeing the most is the picture of him in a dashiki with a raised fist. fist yeah. 
So, you know, you have to question Propaganda. how they present that. I always exactly. I and I, I didn't say this on this podcast before you gotta you gotta pay attention to the uh to the what they show you because it's media propaganda. I also I also find it interesting how they've uh, kind of honed in on Professor Griff from Public mm-hmm. Enemy just because he took a picture with the guy at an autograph signing. Mm-hmm. You know, he said his phones are being tapped. They've contacted him over and over. And at this point, he's starting to be fearful for his life. Look, nothing seemed to be wrong because if he if he was mentally ill, he would have never been in the army. Precisely. They would they weave that out. They weave that out, you know. So. America, this is what you made. The injustice going on of Eric Gardner, Mike Brown, Trayvon Martin, all these um, injustice that's going on in this Amir world. Rice. Tamir Rice. I'm sorry. I, I, how can I forget that, that one? one? Yeah. yeah. All this injustice and nobody's doing time. The only person doing time in any of that is the guy that actually filmed the choking out of Eric Gardner. He's doing five years. Which is ridiculous that's the only person that's doing crime and um uh he had his priors and everything but listen to listen to what i'm saying these people was murdered cold blood murdered and the only person doing time in all this is the guy that filmed uh the choking out of eric gardner you know and the uh, uh the baton rouge killing reminds me so much of uh gardner because gardner what he was selling cig- uh, cigarettes cigarettes yeah and they choked him out and he Blue said, cigarettes. I can't breathe. See, here's my thing. Alton did he had a gun in his pocket, right? Correct. So if one cop got his knee on one hand and the other cop cop got two two of his hands on the other hand, how exactly was he gonna pull the gun out? A, how was he gonna pull the gun out? But B, I, I'd like to go back a step to that nine one one call. That call was made by someone who did not have permission to be there who had been harassing other people in the area. Mm-hmm. And he got mad when Alton, the only way they could get him to leave after they had told him over and over, get away from here, get away from here. He flashed his gun. Mm-hmm. So he left. Now we're not going to question that at all whatsoever. We're just going to go, you know, harass Mr. Sterling who had permission from the store owner to be there. The, the seller cities. It, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And uh, even a store owner said he didn't pull his, he didn't pull his gun out when the uh, cops was, you know, tackling him to the ground and everything. And, and I still find it interesting if you watch the video, uh, the moment after the the one officer rushes Mr. Sterling and they're on the ground, he screams, oh, he's got a gun. You knew he had a gun when you responded to that call. Exactly. That was so his way. you should have been going into that trying to de-escalate the exactly. situation. Exactly. I think that's that was his way of uh, trying. To, I think it was, try, he was trying, trying to cover. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because. Yeah. It's sometimes sometimes things just seem like oh, they went in they're going into this for uh, for it's stuff a power like this. trip yeah for a few a, yeah and some of a guy uh, guy complex yeah you know so look a lot got to happen to fix this and one thing that will help fix it if people out here actually acknowledge it stop questioning uh his uh if he was resisting or anything acknowledge the fact that if your skin is darker if you're a black male black woman black anything you have to acknowledge that we are looked upon as we're uh uh, violent aggressive they're scared of us exactly that they're scared of us that's fear 
That, that's all is it. That's all it is. They are scared of us. And you can't even acknowledge that. We can't even have a conversation. And it's it's it goes beyond just these incidents, you know, as a black you know, I'm a black woman. I date a black man. We walk down the street together. We live in downtown Lake Charles and I frequent a lot of the businesses in the downtown area. We walk down the street and you can see people crossing to the other yeah. side. Women grabbing their purses, people making sure their cars are locked when they're in the, the little park, public parking areas. And it's the most insulting thing in the world. Let me, I'm going to tell you a funny story. I don't think I've told you the story, Jazz. Uh, it, was, it was me, uh, me and Correa we the night we came to Lafayette. Um, uh, let me tell you a little bit about the little colorism that's in this frequent in this world, you know, uh, Corel standing, I'm standing next to Corel, me and Corel looking to the right. Now Corel is what? Six, two, six, one, six, two. You know, he, he got about 30 pounds on me. All right. So this white, this big white guy passed. He, he, uh, he, he's coming through the crowd. And he um he 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 bumps Corel and steps on his shoe. Corel step back, and you know, just trying to let the man through. Well, he does the same thing to me, and I do the same thing too. We're in a crowded club. It's it's, it's no it problem. It happens. When he looked at me, now he looked at Corel when he bumped down, but then he bumped me. And when he looked at me, all of a sudden it was, oh man, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, man. I didn't want to step on because I look more threatening to him. Than somebody Even of a lighter complexion, smaller stature. Yeah, yeah. And and I deal with it all the time. And 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 I'll be walking. I'll be walking out of Walmart. It's two in the afternoon, and a white girl woman may pass me, and she might clutch her bag or something. Or if I park next to her and I'm walking to my car, she get in a car and lock her door, like like I'm a I'm a attacker or anything like that. And it it pisses you off, but. That that's just the world we live in, and that's and that that is taught. And yeah. it, it scares me as I I don't have any kids yet. I'm knocking on thirty, so soon. Mm-hmm. But uh, I raised my two younger brothers, and we lived on the south side of town for a while. He went to Barb because I graduated from Barb, and it, for the first maybe six months or so that we lived where we lived, I was livid almost every day because he was constantly getting stopped when he was walking home. Are you supposed to be here? Well, where do you live? How long have you lived here? And I'd lived there for two years before my brother got there. Never had a problem. Because he's a black man. Exactly. You know, and it, it, it's just, it's ridiculous. So for me, as like I said, I'm a black woman. I date a black man. The issue of bringing another black man into this world and having to deal with this and having to sit him down and explain these things to him, that terrifies me. Yeah, but that's what they want. They don't want us to uh, keep producing. Oh, of course, of course. You know, uh, black men, black strong men, black strong women, they, they don't, it's like genocide to them for some reason. They believe it's genocide or whatever um, shit they got going through their mind. I'm sorry, I'm not saying all of them, okay? But they got some sick, some of them are sick. Oh, if you if you want to see a clear example of diseased minds, just go through the KPLC comment section. Yeah, on on any of our Facebook, yeah, our Twitter, or any or anything where somebody could state their I've opinion never behind seen a comment. Such ignorance in my life, on, and it's scary to me, especially with the KPLC comments, because these are the people that we live next to, and I sit in a desk next to you, and I see the things that you're saying, and then I walk in the office, and you smile at me. How am I supposed to feel? Exactly. Like I say, it's the comfort of them saying what they got to say in their own home behind the, the keyboard of a computer, but they can't state their own opinion or how they feel about you or anything else about your race to your face. 
because they are scared of uh, consequences, you know. And, and it bothers them, you know, when you go into work and you do, you know, they gather around a little water cooler in the in the employee dining area and they have their little conversations and it's real soft. And yeah, well, Trump this and this and this and that. And then if the moment I walk in and I have something to say, conversation over. Everybody scatters. I said this from the beginning. Trump spill hate. If you support that. You know, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of things that's not being said oh, that you like support. The second coming of Hitler. Yeah. You know, so I don't, I don't know how you could just spew so much hate and people actually side with you. When exactly was America great again? Jim Crow era? Like, what what are you referring to? Yeah, there was never a time in this country's history where it was great for everybody. It just, exactly. It just wasn't. Exactly. So, you know, people that support him, hey, look. To each his own, but don't expect me to sympathize with you. Precisely. And uh, and I I I I told somebody, look, look, you, you nobody should be uh, killed cold blood, but I'm sorry, I I'm not, I don't feel no type of compassion what happened in Dallas. That that's where that's where that's how that's what America done to us. I mean, for me personally, I hate to see it. And yeah, you, you hate to see it because it's those, unnecessary violence. It's unnecessary, and those people didn't necessarily have, have anything, anything to do, to do with, with it. it. But there's something to be said for this whole good cop, bad cop exactly. thing that everybody's talking about. Because it's true. You know, there oh, there's good cops out there. I'm not saying they aren't, but the problem becomes when you can't speak out against the injustices that you see from your partner that you're riding along with or from other people in the department, then you're just as bad as they are. Think about the contradictory. A crime, a, a crime occur, and they want to gather people that will snitch on a fellow friend or whatever, friend, family, and everything. But you got a cop that'll kill a black man in cold blood, and they'll you, all not say anything. But you want to stand behind that other. bullshit blue um, wall the of silence, line. yeah. You know, and, and that's the funny thing about it. Just like we mentioned, black on black crime, they're quick to say, "Oh, gang violence." The police is the biggest, the biggest gang, gang that there is. They corrupt. They take money from thieves, criminals. Um, politicians too. We literally just had a Louisiana uh, DA official arrested for taking drug money mm-hmm. and keeping it and then selling the drugs. Yeah. Like two days before all of this started. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, I don't know how we could fix this. I don't know if it can be fixed. It might get a lot worse before it get better. I, I agree. I think it is going to get worse before it gets better. But I think, of course, I don't have all the answers. But I do think um, conversation is a good thing. The hashtags are a good thing. People reposting things are a good thing. But that's not going to get anything done. I don't think you should be a cop if you're not from that community. I agree. I feel like people people feel safer with people they that know. are like them. And so and Bernie Sanders actually said that when uh, I think it, I believe it was the second presidential debate that he was in at the time. And he said, we need to make the people that are policing the communities look like the people that live in the communities they're policing. Yeah. And he was 100 percent correct. Yeah. Um, we could start there. And. I think I think what else, you know something else that would help if somebody uh, set an example of these racist cops, if some judge be like, "Oh, life," you, you see what I'm saying? Oh, I totally agree with you. But I think the problem is there's not enough people in those positions 
that actually care about this to make that happen. Exactly. Exactly. And it's so hard to, um, you know, we don't have just like, I don't know if, you know, how many of your listeners are aware, but they just signed into law here in Louisiana, the Blue Lives Matter bill. Yeah. And it makes basically anything that you do to a law enforcement officer. A hate crime. A hate crime. We don't have people passing legislation like that for us right now. Yeah. We don't. And we need it until that happens. This is not going to change. You're right. You're right. And look, if if nobody's indicted on these crimes. It, you know, I hate to, you know, buy into the Internet. is. First of all, the Internet is undefeated. Let's just say that. Oh, it's undefeated. It's undefeated. <laughs> but I hate to buy into some of the crazy stuff and people are like, oh, it's going to be the purge and it's going to be this. It's going to be that. But there will be a lot. Let me tell you something. When, when that when that happened in Baton Rouge, hey, there's a reason New Orleans and Baton Rouge and uh, top five in murder capital. Right. Let me tell you something. They picked the right city for uh, this to happen. And if nobody is indicted for the crime. Look, that's all. You know, that's a different breed out there. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know what's in the water. Chemicals, what? I don't know. But uh, they ain't, they, a lot of them ain't strapped too right. Uh, Shout out to Nolan. T- strapped too tight. No, but I mean, I spent a lot of time in New Orleans. My best friend's family's from there. And and you're right. You know, I, I love everybody there. I've been in just about every hood, neighborhood. I can chill comfortably. But you don't mess with certain, you just don't do it. And they're going to awaken. Like there's, I'm not going to say it's calmed down, but to a certain aspect. As They're going to awaken for, a sleeping beast. Exactly. You, you took the words out of my mouth. They're going to awaken a whole nother element in that area that I don't think they're ready for. But it's it's going to take that for change to happen. Let me let me let me um to the listeners. Let me um kind of give you an example of how New Orleans and Baton Rouge is. There's hoods where cops will not go in if crime is committed and they are called, they will not go into those hoods. Why? Cause they outman, they're underarmed and everything. They're afraid. So that AK, uh, AK, well, it was AR 15 had in that. That's in, that's in every hood in new Orleans and in Baton Rouge, you know? So look, y'all, y'all, y'all just need to get it right before more innocent lives are, are hurt. You know, people growing up, up without fathers, uh, mothers, you know, in brothers, Georgia, sisters, you know, yesterday, somebody actually called the police, reported a crime. And then when the cop got there and he opened the door, he shot him. Yeah. He ambushed him. And I, I, we're going to see a lot more of that, unfortunately, if something does not happen. Yeah. Uh, and they also said that's the one that's uh, supposedly screamed Black Lives Matter before. Yeah, I don't believe. I don't believe that either. But I don't believe that either. He shot the cop. I don't. I, I don't believe that he screamed that. They trying to make Black Lives Matter out to be a terrorist group. Oh, just like they did with the Black Panthers. Yeah, this is this is literally what happened to the Panthers all over again. Uh, you know, Asada Shakur is a refugee in Cuba, Cuba right now because. You know, they claimed, oh, she was robbing all these banks and she was involved in this shooting of this New Jersey state trooper and all this other stuff. It's the same thing. It's they're starting to do the same thing all over again. And they're going to destroy they're going to try to destroy the movement from inside like they did with the Panthers. Same thing. Yeah. And they're going to get people that look like us to do it like they they did with the Panthers from the inside. And you know know who the guy was, right? The guy that the uh, FBI put in. That's the same guy. That was there when Malcolm X was assassinated. You ain't know that, hundred ass. Yeah, I mean, there, there, there's. 
I'm I'm kicking knowledge right now. Why you why you singling me out? (laughs) I be hey, I be kicking knowledge. Hey, they 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 find strategic ways to bring us down because you got some people that look like us that want to be like them. Stacey Dash. (laughs) Because how much self hate you gotta do? Uh you uh Ben Carson. Ben Carson. Yeah. Oh my don't get me started (laughs) on him. Um, you know what? I was sometime down Lennon B. Cooning yesterday. I was watching. Oh, he has been like standing up lately. Yeah. I'm shocked. When when a white cop says something, he like he cut it. He cut it short. He cut it short. Even Nancy Grace. We all know Nancy Grace annoying ass. Exactly. And she, she knows was she was going she, off on and some. She was going uh, off on a cop. Forensic uh, yeah. forensic guy or whatever. She and he was, was telling her about statistics and she said, I don't care about statistics. I care about this case. Now you know these right wing conservatives, if they could see the uh wrongness in this. Even Newt Greenridge <laughs> yesterday came out and was like, It's dangerous to be a black person in America and I was like, It's about to rain. My nigga, it's been dangerous <laughs> the last six hundred years, and I'm sorry, I don't, I don't mean to say, uh, use the n word because now I'm at a state where I'm about to try to stop using the n word, but it's better than me. That's how I talk. I can't. I'm sorry, I can't do it. I well, can stop do using it. it? Certain, yeah, I can do it. I can like when I'm at work. Mm-hmm. Even then, oh, I'm at it's work. Hard not. To, I'm at work. I'm at stay, yeah. I can't just like in regular conversation. Oh no, it flies. Yeah, I it curse flies. like a sailor too. So yeah, okay. it, it flies. It flies out. What you think about that to- uh, Tommy Lauren chick? I listen. The sound of that woman's voice makes me literally sick to my stomach. First of all, I said some foul shit the other day, but I took it back. Second of all, she is nothing but a pay. You know how we talk about trolls? She's a troll. The- she she's a, a troll. pay she, troll that she, Fox keeps around because she's kind of cute. That's about it. And uh, she she's doing that to um because she want to move up the chain. Yeah. But you know what's funny though. She started pulling back on some of the things she said because uh, they started sending her death threats, uh, and she started pulling back she on started, her comments. Yeah. I'm like, the energy you put she out. She was the first one in the national media to bring up Alton's sexual offense. Oh, she was, and she kept kind of like hammering on it, and I was so upset because I don't know how many of your listeners know, but. I mean, I don't think there's a, a person in America at this point that hasn't watched that press conference with his ex and his child. That's who that the, child that was crying was the product of that so say sex offense. He was seventeen. He was twenty, okay. and she was seventeen. And here in Louisiana, two years, two months, once you're of age, and seventeen is of age here. If there's that difference, mm-hmm. you're going to jail. So, you know, and. Your label and it was it was upsetting me because she put that out there and then all of a sudden you had all these people call him a pedophile and a kitty rapist and and they didn't even know what happened. Well, guess what? Guess what? To them uh, motherfuckers, grab a dictionary because you don't know what a pedophile is. Anybody that prey on somebody above the age of thirteen is called a hebophile. So first of all, you don't know the definition of a, of a pedophile or uh, somebody that molests children. Okay, Thank I just had you. to put that out there. She. She just got under my skin. I, I'm I, telling you, I, the sound of her voice. I know she trolled. I know she trolling me. I know she trolling me, and she still is still getting under she's my skin. She's good at what she does. It, it just you know, I'm not gonna fault the woman because she really is good at what she does. But my thing is, how do you go home and sleep at night? I bet she fuck niggas though. I just, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Just like uh, what's her name? Ann Ann Couture. And on um, the bitch that, in Alaska. Yeah. What's mm-hmm. her name in Alaska? Wanted to run for president? Oh, uh, Palin. We told her to get the fuck oh, out of here. Yeah. Did you see her statement yesterday? Black Lives Matter is a farce. And anybody that hyphenates their their ethnic status, like African-American, Italian-American, needs to pick a side. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah, she's crazy. 
Yeah, she's crazy too. I mean, you know. <sighs> Every time I think I, I've forgotten about her, she opens her mouth and reminds me how much I don't like her. Every time. Yo, didn't her daughter, she was all for like marriage and then daughter got knocked up twice yeah. in the public's eye? And you know, there was that whole theory that her youngest son was actually the daughter's kid too. I don't know if anybody ever yeah. dug into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that. I heard that. It was that whole thing. So. Yeah, it's so funny how, but it's a lot of the case. A lot of times, with, I thought you were about to tell me some like some foul shit. Other than that, I, I because my eyes got big. I I, I, my eyes I got big. I thought you were about to tell me something good, but yeah, I, I, I've heard that one. Fox News right now, if I, no, not them because I hate them. I'd be sitting, Yo. I'd be sitting across from Wolf on CNN right now if I had some dirt like that. I, I, I can't, I can't watch Fox News because my TV, my, my phone is about to go into my TV so many times. <laughs> And I don't, I don't know watch what, it either. I see hey, clips of stuff online that people post, but I cannot watch Fox News. I don't know where they find these people. That you ever seen that um, black police chief, bald headed? Yes. Talk about cooning. I wonder how. I want to know how much they're paying them to say that. Look, ain't ain't no amount of money to um, make me go against my people. Uh, and that's what I'm saying. How do you sleep with yourself at night? Like, how do you go to bed at night? Because you want to be recognized as one of them. You, did that like i call that the oj simpson complex you seen oj yeah, uh, you yeah. have you seen and you see uh, his the way he was you thinking know, the whole funny thing about that when he referred to himself as bill cosby i was like well brother that it's, ain't what you want to be either, not, yeah okay. but you see the way he was thinking uh oh she said uh them niggas over there he wasn't talking about wasn't oj talking about you, that's the that's the, that's that's some type of sickness in and, their head but you know it it's it is a sickness in their head but so many non-people of color perpetuate that oh you're one of the good ones don't you ever tell me that oh, oh. you speak so well yeah i i hate it i oh, hate you're it. not like those other black girls what does that mean you know what i hate you know what i really hate when uh i hear it you're pretty for uh a dark a girl dark, oh god please don't you're sitting across from me your listeners can't see me but i'm about two shades above midnight so <laughs> i hear that all the time and it's the most insulting like it's a backhanded compliment it is um Darwin I mean it, it's a lot of things that um they'll say and you just look at them like did, did he just say that to me like like there's anything wrong with what they just said so the sad thing is I don't think some of them know that there really is something wrong with it some yeah. do some don't but either way willful ignorance is no excuse the Jesse Williams um, speech is moving, touching, and everything, and it's what we needed. It's, First of all, let me say I love Jesse Williams. Okay, and, and yeah. to you, to you motherfuckers that's <laughs> out that um, saying, uh, 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 "Oh, he light skin." He uh, fuck that. Some somebody need to make the speech. He's black. Okay, so let me listen. tell you something. Hold on, hold on, let me say this. Let me tell you something. When a black man has a baby with any race. No matter what, that kid is looked black. that as black. That kid would be treated as black. So stop with all that. Oh, he's light skinned He's half. He got green eyes. Who give a shit? Because it's a it's an African tribe in Africa as dark as midnight, curly hair with blue Blonde eyes, blonde hair and blue eyes. Yeah. So so because the gene pool started with us. Exactly. Everything else comes from us. So either way, at the end of the day, no matter what you're mixed with. I know this gonna make a lot of y'all mad because y'all wanna. I'm Creole. I'm this. I'm this. You're black. Nothing wrong with that. But you black, baby. You still black. Doesn't matter. My father is actually half Dominican, 
And I don't know if y'all know, but colorism is huge in, uh, in the Hispanic Republic. in the Hispanic huge in the Dominican Republic. They actually just deported like one hundred and fifty thousand people to the other side of the island where Haiti is because they, they darker complexion. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you're black. It just you just it doesn't matter. But you know, with the Jesse Williams thing, it bothered me so much when they brought up his color because you know that discounts the work of people like Harry Belafonte. Yeah. And because he was a light, he was exactly. a light skin. He was an actor and everything. And, uh, and, and he, he was, was always the, on the front line, front line in the sixties and seventies. So you take away from people like him that have done more than you've done sitting behind your keyboard and your Twitter account. When you, you know, bring into account his skin color and the texture of his hair and the color of his eyes, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's very ridiculous. So, and in the black community, we have to stop this colorism too. We, we we definitely have to because uh, I don't I don't remember his name. This is probably a honey, honey, four hundred years. Ago. When they started the slaves thing, okay, slaves. The masters was raping, you know, their yeah. slaves. They was having kids, but one one of the slave slave owners said, "Divide them by skin color." And are you talking about the Willie Lynch letters? Maybe I don't know. He said, Probably. "Divide them by skin colors, and we are on them for another four hundred years." That was was mm-hmm. that uh, those? that was that was in the Willie Lynch. Line. The funny thing about that is nobody can actually prove where those came from, but it's neither here or there because it's true. That's exactly what they've done. You know, there's a a class of us that thinks because we're a certain color and we have a certain amount of money that we're better than the rest yeah. of us, and and it just doesn't work that way. It doesn't. We're yeah. all the same. We should be coming together instead of fighting amongst ourselves over stupid. I got good hair. You got nappy hair. What? what you got hair. Be happy. Yeah. Just, I don't understand. Yeah, we 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 all should stop stop this unnecessary arguments about dumb shit that because don't even matter. Because let's be honest. At the end of the day, whether you're light skin, blue eyes, or dark skin with a fur or dreads or whatever you want to call it. If you get pulled over by somebody in blue, they're not going to differentiate you. At all. You're still black. You're still black. Let me ask you this. You're very pro-black like I am. I am. Now, me personally, a lot of people get at me and be like, how can you be so pro-black, but you don't give a shit about uh, interracial dating? Because it don't matter to me. Because love is love. Yeah. That's two, two totally different things. Like, if you ask me, you can love other people and still be proud of who you are. I, I, that's as simple as I can put it. Hey, you remember when um, Kendrick Lamar, you know, he had his uh, black library and all that's going yeah. on. And, and they finally seen a picture of his girlfriend and she yes, was light-skinned and, they and they attacked her. him. They attacked her and he, they attacked him. And he, I, he'd I'm been with sick. her for um, 10 years. Yeah, been with like her, she was his high school, school sweetheart. Why are you attacking him? You, you see what I'm saying? It's stuff like that. First of all, she's black too. She's black. Just because okay. she light skin don't so, mean nothing. I mean, even if she wasn't, it didn't mean anything. But again, she's black too. Second of all, I don't understand why that's relevant. It just shouldn't be. It just shouldn't. It, it shouldn't be. Uh, I can't. What what famous um, black activist uh, wife is white? I can't remember right now. Like this, the most pro-black nigga you ever meet, and his <laughs> wife uh, is white. I don't know, and and it's it's, it's 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 nothing wrong with that. 
Um, I think it's funny. I'm a nerd too. I'm a little bit of a nerd, and I like Star Wars, Star Trek, comic books. That's I, I hate Star Wars. I hate what's Star Trek. Wrong with you? I actually like. Um, what's the third thing? I lost my memory that fast. What the third thing you said? What you said? I Star said, Wars, Star, Star Wars, Trek, Star Trek, comic books. Comic books. I actually read comic books. Okay. okay, but I fucking hate Star Wars. And Star- okay, what's continue. Wrong with you? But George Lucas mm-hmm. is married to a black woman. Black woman, and it uh, it yes. tickles me when people are like, "Oh my god!" When they see him at red carpet events, and they're so shocked. You know who else um, married uh, to a black woman? Who? Um, uh, you know, like comedian Bill Burr. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so is um. Oh gosh, he plays in like all the mafia movies and the uh Pacino? Is it is Pacino? Pacino? I think it is. I think Pacino. it is, yeah. Whatever. But he's married to a black woman too. It there, there's somebody else, um I can't remember right now. Um uh, Michael Fossbender, nerds, you'll know who I'm talking about, that played um Magneto in all the yep. newer the plays the younger yeah, Magneto. The younger Magneto. Yeah. He loves black women. Yep. He has a thing for black women. He's dated, been married to a couple of us and dates a few. So I mean, like I said, love is love, so it shouldn't it really just shouldn't matter. Okay, so that's that's good because I don't I don't like the ones that's all for pro black and they, they hate to see uh uh Because uh, at the end of the day the result of that union is still gonna be a black, black kid. person. So Exactly. Whatever. I'm off my rocker today. My, my memory <laughs> bad. Uh, well, while you collecting your thoughts, let me do a little shameless plugging here. Go ahead. Facebook.com slash I care LC. Um, when Trayvon Martin happened, me and two other people decided, you know what? Sitting here and crying isn't going to do anything. So we got up and literally within like, a day organize a march and we didn't think anybody was going to show up we were like it's probably just going to be us and like our kids and our families or whatever and we got to lock park and there were literally like 400 people that's good i have pictures in my phone of people with t-shirts that they made and hoodies and there was a, a old lady i mean it was the cutest thing and i'm saying cute and i don't mean to trivialize her coming out there but i can't think of any other word to describe it she had her walker and taped to the front of it was a sign that said i'm the former president of the cameron naacp i marched with dr king and i'm here to march with you today hmm. and that lady gave me a hug and i cried just i broke down um we also had uh, for people in the Lake Charles area, Coach uh, Ronald Joseph, he came out and he spoke. Uh, people here will know that he lost his son to an incident of racial violence uh, in the early 90s um, that wasn't handled properly by the justice okay. system. So he came out and he spoke a bit. Um, a local attorney, Derek Key, came out and spoke. So it turned into this huge thing and we didn't expect it to be that. And I was floored. And I said, you know what? We we have to keep doing this. We have to keep this conversation going. So we tried we tried it again a couple times. Um, when Mike Brown was killed, uh, we had shirts made, hands up, don't shoot, and we planned a rally. The weather did not cooperate with us. There was, I mean, everything that could have gone wrong with that whole situation went wrong. So it didn't turn out as well as the first one. But I always say, some action is better than no action. So we tried, and then it got to a point where it was just happening so often. And like I said, it was just the two of us and I was tired. I was yeah. like, I can't do it no more. But this, with what happened to Alton Sterling happening basically in our backyard, I said, okay, we got to pick it back up. 
we got to get moving. So facebook.com slash I care LC. That's our Facebook page. Um, if you go on there, you'll see we have some T-shirts that we're selling. The proceeds are going to go directly to Alton's family because we have made contact with his oldest son. Okay. Um, we're also selling some biodegradable because, like I said, I'm a nerd. I'm a little bit of a hippie. Mm-hmm. Um, water lanterns that we're going to release on the lake this Monday the 18th. So not this coming Monday, Next but the Monday, Monday after that. Following. At 530, correct. Um we're going to release those out at the lake. So we're selling those again. The proceeds from that are going to go to Alton's family. Um, Jarvis Jacob is going to come out and perform. We're trying to get a hold to a couple speakers, but y'all, I don't want this to just be another rally and this be the end of the conversation. There are so many people in Lake Charles all up and down Facebook. Everybody's angry and upset and everybody's asking, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? You tell me, Yeah. what are we going to do? Let's get together. Let's start talking. Let's come up with some solutions. We posted, we actually posted on the, the I care page. Um, we started the organizational meeting for this rally and we posted the date and the time and where we're going to have that. And all these people, I mean, literally up till 10 minutes before all these people, I'm coming, I'm coming up. We got there. And there were literally four of us. There were four of us. So what I'm going to ask the people that listen to your show, um, you know, that live in this area, step from behind the keyboard. Step from behind the share button. Share, step from behind the likes. Let's get up and let's do something. So I want to see y'all out on the 18th when we do this. I, I need people to be there. I need bodies. I need to see. Like I said, the reason why we chose hashtag I care is because it is so easy to post a hashtag and to hit the like button. And but a retweet. Exactly. But it's something else to actually get up and do something and show that you care. This money is going directly to this man. That man was the sole provider for his, he had what, five kids? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's five children. And yes, there are other people raising money. So yes, they have things. But let's show them. Don't that. think like that, man. Do exactly. not think like that. Don't let that keep you from donating, A. And B, let's show them that we care. Because like I said, that was in our backyard. At any moment now, it could be somebody here in Lake Charles. It could have been me who you're listening to on this podcast. Exactly. It could have been your son. It could have been your daughter. It could have been your cousin, your uncle, your father. Look, Anybody. Yeah, yeah, we need to get out and we need to... Um, show our face and we have to donate and try to make a change to everything that's going wrong in our community and, and in this world. And it start with us. It start right here with us. It don't start with the one percenters talking about it. It start with us, the foot soldiers. Right. We, and maybe then we'll see the change that Obama was speak, speaking about in 08. Also, you guys, please go to change.org. Um, if I'm pretty sure everybody's aware that's the, petition site so to speak now um there is actually a petition to get a nationally recognized chapter of black lives matter here in lake charles that's good. and i think that would be wonderful because a if we're connected nationally that's going to bring us the funds from you know that they have access to the connections that they have access to and then we can start getting some more programs and we can start building something so please guys go out and sign that as well all right i'm glad i had you here you know, this is my first I'm time meeting you, right? I know. I've I've seen you around yeah. everybody. It's one of those things where everybody runs in the same circles, but then you don't actually see that person. Kind of. Yeah, thing. I'm. I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm a foul nigga. Just to let you know. <laughs> I, you know, but I'm a good. I'm a good. I'm a. I'm, I'm a good person. I'd be. Uh, um, you know, out and about. I I've recognized you when you walked in. I was like, yeah, I, I seen her before. I just didn't know who you was. Yeah. Uh, Renee, right? Yep. I'm glad. 
to have you. And I'm glad that you had me. Oh, and anytime, anytime you need, you know, any you want to plug anything, just let me know. And I make sure when I release uh, new episodes, I make sure to give you the plug or invite you back if you, we have another discussion to have. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right.